the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk is our vernacular. Yeah, Darius, we were talking about the worst video game uh, to movie adaptations. Um, so video games that turned that were turned into movies that were just like you know you wanted to love them or like them and it was just just bad. I thought they did a really good job with NFL Blitz um, when they did uh, any given Sunday. Any Come given on, Sunday. Man, I was about to say. <laughs> 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 that was stupid. Uh, dude, that's 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 what I felt like NFL Blitz and that whole crazy shit. I was like, oh, this dude, is what <laughs> you're right because everybody was getting flipped over. I was. <laughs> I was like, man, this is this. I like the movie, but worst football ever. A dude lost the eye in the scene where his eye was just on the field, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's this is this ain't the XFL. This is great. Okay, well, uh, we can already start the show now. <laughs> uh, everyone's here. Mm-hmm. About nine to 12 minutes, I got to get up and go get my food. You Dude, always got to go get His food. woman girlfriend says Kane got stopped by his girlfriend this weekend. You know what oh. happened to him, right, Jonathan Majors? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kane he got arrested for uh, potential domestic assault or domestic abuse. Man, ain't nothing. he ain't do that. You never know. Jonathan Majors, you know. Shout out to you, Jonathan Majors. Come on the show. Uh need you to, to domestically abuse uh, our host. That'd be nice if we could talk him. See, see, see what I deal with this abusive relationship. It's abusive. You know you want Jonathan Majors to choke you. It, it would be. I think that would be exhilarating to some degree. <laughs> wow. Why your homegirl watch? <laughs> Super irregular. Yeah, always irregular. Everyone's a good choke. Look, he's choking himself right now. He's trying to get choked from the back. And Dar's over here choking on baby dick gummies. My new shit. Yeah, those nasty ass fake sugar ass shits. It's not fake, it's real. Them shits is fake tasting. Diabetes food, man. Yeah, because that's fake sugar, nigga. What you think they put on it? That ain't real sweet, man. Ain't no real spill, <laughs> Darius. Check this. You don't have you eat them sugar free. You think that Your means. stomach about to be on fire. It ain't sugar free. It got sugar. It just dirty got it got fake okay. sugar, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> it got stevia leaf extract. Okay, so that's not sugar, nigga. <laughs> but it no, does have stevia. If it has stevia leaf, you're fine. If it has sugar alcohol, no, it ain't got no idea. Dar's like, man, it's real sugar on here. It's diabetic approved. I'm like, nigga, those are two opposites. How you gonna say this? Like you and a juicy smoothie thing. No, it got sugar. Darius, king of misunderstanding. Ladies and gentlemen, we just want you to go back to the last episode. And if you heard last episode, just know those were prime examples of Darius being the king of misunderstanding. Dude, you are. First of all, the first thing he did was he first thought that Kirk Franklin admitted to sleeping with his daughter and having a grandchild with her. That's the only thing you guys are worried about? (laughs) His very first sentence is, I just had a grandbaby. With my daughter. Bring back Seophis. I want Seophis. <laughs> are you still worried about the name? Maybe he didn't have the baby. Maybe he's just saying his daughter had a baby. He was there. That's what he meant. <laughs> no, he just said, I had a baby. He just said, I had a grand, a grand. Let's start it again then, if you don't believe me. My daughter just gave birth to my second grandchild. Oh, okay. Beautiful little girl named Libra. I thought it was, he was saying, I just had a baby with my daughter. I'm like, nigga, what? That's just what I heard. That's what I heard. But- That's what you heard. That's what I read. It's sugar. It's real sugar. Diabetes approved. Hey, man, it was a rough episode last episode. Nigga, I was on the move. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> Talk about, this ain't real. Fox Nation ain't a real thing. Those niggas don't look like the other niggas. And then it turned out them niggas was the same niggas that we thought they was. But they are who we thought they were. Here, you always spewing out crisis fucking information. Nothing. 
<laughs> I'm not over here misinterpreting. <laughs> yeah, you're a crisis actor. I know what you is. <laughs> Dari's talking about this got real sugar, stevia, and <laughs> it does. Got it. <laughs> this is rice flour, chicory root. <laughs> I told you the things taste weird. I don't like them. I had those before. Fruit vegetable juice and stevia leaf extract and carnauba carnauba wax. And he said I was ugly and I couldn't read good. Those those last two things you read sound like they should be in one of your irregular weed products. <laughs> this is good shit, bro. <laughs> I'm happy about my birthday. <laughs> You can yell at that, bro. <laughs> man, you should sound like the Jonathan Major House. Hey, well, come on. Come on. <laughs> You're screaming at Tati in the front room. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Adarius is the king of misunder- misunderstanding. <laughs> right. Diabetic approved. Got real sugar in it. <laughs> You start the episode off like this. I got that good audio today, bitch. Uh, all right. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High School Falcon Podcast and Pedro's Pedro. house. Pedro. They got to be quiet, Pedro. Hey, y'all be quiet in there. Yeah, y'all get slapped. You might see a, a punch come through his screen right now. Oh, Lord, help me, please. <laughs> Anyways, you can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. You can also tap into our Patreon page, get some of our exclusive content, and also a chance to win a High Score 510 t-shirt. It might be a janky one, but I got some in the works too. Anyways, and we are here with... Uh, this is AG3. Coming at you faster than uh, Cher's new boyfriend going through her money. If I'd have known that she was in the black guys, younger black guys, I had a chance. There's a 40-year age gap between him and her. Me and her have exactly a 30-year age gap. I'm piloting the pussy. See, y'all got to be a pilot over the pussy, y'all. Y'all got to be the pussy police. Mm -hmm. I would have used some help paying some bills and running through her bills. Well, here's your soundbite, Aaron. So uh, we probably need to start our own economy, man. E- economy, our our own foods, our own Amazon, and everybody get together and make it make our own economy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even I if agree. we got to, even if we got to get fronted from somebody else, yeah, but we can start. Do. We can we can start our own economy, our own state. This nigga, this nigga don't have a smidgen. Of an education. Economy sounds like a Japanese warrior. That's how <laughs> he was talking about. Hey, man, we start our own economy, man. You know, we grow that. You don't need no meat. <laughs> He's like, he thought that was like the little peas, <laughs> the little Japanese peas you get at a. Can I get some of that economy? Peas, man. We grow our own economy, man. We ain't got, we don't need nothing. You better we grow our own, own economy. Economy umami burger. I'm wearing that new economy. I got them economy jeans. <laughs> what the fuck? We should start. Shout out. Hey, trademark this. We should start a brand of, of clothing called Economy, but we call it Economy. Economy like a new tech. <laughs> Do our own economy. See, this is where hip-hop <laughs> what, No well, wonder why hip hop rhyme doesn't sound good anymore. Aaron, I got, a ain't got education. I got a great idea for you, and you might like this. Okay. You what? always get mad at fools misspelling things and then trying to say it's a certain word. What if we properly spell things? We could create these brands, we properly spell them, but then enunciate them completely different. <laughs> I don't know. You, you're giving these fools too much credit, like they know how to spell economy. He does not understand the world. <laughs> you can't say it. You, you, seriously, you seriously can't, can't pronounce it either. Can't spell it. We got a business here, Darius. Come on, now. you see this? Hey, Darius, man, we gonna go meet up with you at Nike and make some economy fifteens, man. New economy airs, air economies. That's one economy I cannot be a part of. We gonna make some air economies. They gonna be like the Harachis because they missing half of them. Oh, that I remember when Kevin Garnett did that shit when he said 
how many equivalent equivalencies or something? Oh yeah, yeah, he couldn't pronounce equivalence. He just said equivalence. Equivalence. Pronounce that word at all. Oh, okay. Here we go. Kinda like name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. Let me see this. Economic. Well, hopefully we do get our own economic equivalent. And uh, let us know if you think we should create a clothing brand where we spell the words correct, like academics or like a Nietzsche. I don't, a Nietzsche is not really a thing, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, we, we spell these things correctly and then we, they're pronounced totally different. Yeah. So we could just create an economy clothing brand. <laughs> it's called economy. It says economy over it. But then we just say it's called economy. And people are like, oh man, I got that new economy. People will buy that shit, especially these young Influential people just get like, uh, you know, saying Taylor Swift or Ben Simmons to, to. I mean, <laughs> not Taylor Swift. <laughs> ben Simmons. Ben Simmons want to be an influencer. He just want to. He want to live. He want to live the lavish life. Get Kendall Jenner. This is a dumb idea. And we are here with. What's up, y'all? It's Darius. Like I, I smoking out with you. Final four bracket. Uh, the tournament's looking sticky. Shout out to San Diego State. Hope you take it. All right. Well, here's your sound bite. Happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is. Happy <laughs> Chinooka. As the king of misunderstanding, <laughs> I thought that was fair. Well, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> There's a difference between being the king of misunderstanding or whatever you want to call me, <laughs> king of misinformation. I've been called a lot of things in my life. This is just stupidity. <laughs> I'm not a part of this. This is just pure stupidity. They say happy Chinooka. Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. I feel really uh, close to you as a friend. All right. My name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. I am not suicidal. Stop laughing at my class. I am not suicidal. And I am innocent. I could have said that I was guilty a long time ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my boy. Oh, that nigga. Oh, I could have said I was guilty a long time ago. I could have told y'all I was lying a long time ago. I stuck with it through and through. Yeah, just like, okay. He basically should have said, I kept lying. We should have been like, nigga, you a liar. Are you sure you're not suicidal? Yeah, he's so wrong with him. Speaking of King of Misunderstanding, Adarius thought them African niggas was really from Africa. Why are you still saying this shit, man? What did you say? What did you say? He just keeps going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> he, he rolling on this Adarius. Yeah, I was wrong about two things last just, week. Just in case y'all didn't know. The Osundairo. Wait, Osundairo? 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 Osundairo brothers. How do you say it, guys? Does anybody know? Jerry, are you talking Osundairo? about this video? This video is not real, Jerry. The Osundairos. Jared, this isn't, this isn't them. This video isn't real, Jared. Don't show this fake news. This is real. It's on Fox. <laughs> no, it's not real. It's fake, Jared. Park. I will say it is funny, Jared, but this is fake news, Jared. This is not real. Come on, Jared. No, this is not them, bro. <laughs> Jared, yeah, the game is darker. Go look at the picture of them. These niggas have fat African accents. These niggas is from Atlanta. Yeah, Jared was fooled by the internet again. I gave him a noogie on his eye, nigga. Like what? I used my knuckle and gave him a noogie. I think that might be no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It's close. Dude, it's not close. When you get some free time, won't you just listen to how them niggas talk? I ain't never heard them talk. No, they've talked before. They're from Africa. When we were asked to partake in this, we really didn't That's foresee the, the ramifications of what something like this. <laughs> could do to the country. You're sorry you participated in it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We allowed our ambition to cloud our judgment. Ask them niggas. I am so wrong. I, you know, <laughs> I don't usually say I'm wrong, but wow. I am so far from the realness right now, guys. Uh, apologize. I'm I am not suicidal. Hit that for me again one more time, Jared. Hey, the, the best part is the woman in the background who tries to be like, stop locking up our black men. Listen for it real quick. It's like, bitch, this is not the right time to be talking about locking up black men.
I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. And I am innocent. I could have said that I was guilty a long time ago. Not trying to suicide him. Donald Cowboy Cerrone, retired MMA fighter, was inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame. Is it for how many times he got his ass beat? That's why he's in there? Every time he got his fucking face bashed in. Every time he got his shoulder bumped in the face to get knocked out by Conor McGregor. Here's what he had to say and how his retired life is going. Retirement been. What have you been up to? You're looking a little bit bigger than the last time we saw you. Yeah, man, I got my hair done, so the hair's growing in. Uh... Got on steroids, so I couldn't come back if I, if I wanted to right now. I feel good, man. I'm healthy, happy, and just, man, enjoying a lot of time with the kids and growing up with my family and, like I said, chasing chasing Hollywood, which is a lot like starting from the very beginning and be, wanting to be a UFC fighter again is how I feel. Missing it at all? No? I don't. Uh, I miss the kind of robbery. I miss all you guys back here. I miss this. I miss the... Uh, training with the groups and uh, getting ready, but being in there and fighting, I don't, you know, it was time. It was time to, to bow out and like I said, I'm going to Hollywood, man, and that's that's my next plan. That's my next mission. Uh, shout out to Donald Cerrone for uh, giving me another idea for a clothing brand. He tried to say camaraderie. He said camaraderie. Oh, okay, here we go. Kind of like name an NFL equivalent for each NBA player. <laughs> Okay, new clothing brand, Darius. Camaraderie. No, man, I'm not doing no goddamn clothing brand with you, man. Every time we spell it right and we mispronounce, bro. This is more ideas. No, this is the way. Aaron, I don't, I don't understand why Aaron doesn't like this idea more because he's always so mad about motherfuckers misspelling things or spelling them to look one way and then trying to tell you it's announced another way. This is us taking control of that. That's camaraderie. Damn, Jared. If you get a Darius go in on it, I'll go in on it with you, Jared. Oh, Darius is out right now. I'm already out. My head hurt just thinking about this shit. What do you guys think about Donald Cerrone and his newfound life in Hollywood and on steroids? No, forget that. How the hell did he make the UFC Hall of Fame? <laughs> Obviously, it's easier to get into. The UFC uh... Hall of Fame is easier to get into than a goddamn Rite Aid up the street. In a methadone clinic. <laughs> This I don't know, man. I don't. I, I, I yeah, don't want to go What he think he gonna be doing in Hollywood? He think he gonna be doing oh my God. for this nigga. Uh, what's his this name? motherfucking name? His son, Daxon. 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 Danger. Daxon. Danger. Cerrone. <laughs> the other one's named Riot River. And what's the third son name? I need to find out the third son. This guy, like, you know what? You can't. You can't make a clothing <laughs> name off of him. This pronouncing. He has no brain cells. <laughs> Danger, riot, brutal. <laughs> Danger, riot. What's the last one? Man, look at your ads, Jared. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I go personal, Jared. Racism accusations. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> God damn it, dog. <laughs> It's Nigel nigga killer. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Did you see his quote on why he said he dismissed the claims? It says yeah. maintaining that if he were racist, he wouldn't have three black guys living with him. <laughs> Look at the very bottom. Ronnie has been criticized for casually online usage of the racial slur nigga, including the 2016 Instagram with his Spartan partner. Yeah, but he referred to him as my nigga. You know what? <laughs> see, I believe him. I believe him. And I believe those three guys at his house. Yeah. <laughs> bang his wife as a cocoa and a cocoa grain bang cocoa. Yeah. Oh, hey, buddy, you made it. Hey, grab a finger sandwich there to live. Hey, what up, guys? About time you came up in here. Ain't no party like a mandingo party. Because a mandingo party don't stop. Uh, you need some water? Mm. Okay. You're next. <laughs> you say my nigga, then that's for sure. Yeah, his that's for sure. Black. Game bang. There's three black guys live with me, and I eat her out afterwards. Ain't his wife black? No, definitely not. <laughs> Show me what the wife look like. I'm telling you, this is one of these hot wife situations. Give me some pictures here. <laughs> this is his, that's his grandma, that's his wife. Yeah, yeah, she definitely looked like someone that's involved in, in some black car code. Shit, what's going on in there? Oh, uh, nothing, nothing hey, at is all. Is that a mandingo party? Uh, no, no. Man, I want to get my goose kinte on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
And they do the feeding, the force feeding afterwards. This is crazy. Uh, go ahead and email him my address, my email address, Jared. Tell him I'm available. My bull service is available. <laughs> and, and tell him I do do race play. Him and his wife will be allowed to say the <laughs> word around me. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> I do do race play. I do race play. It turns me on a little bit. Well, yeah, if you guys didn't know, Donald Cerrone uh, was actually the star of a movie recently. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. I seen this movie. It's called. It's called uh, Hot Wives. <laughs> you can find it on P. My wife's BFC. It should be BBC. I've seen a lot of them. Becoming Jason Statham. That's what it should have been called. I'm telling. You, I got. I got. I got some of the movies right here on my phone. Gentlemen, <laughs> the movies. Hot Holding Part Three. Well, Donald Cerrone was in a movie called uh, Project Legion. Uh, where he is the star of the movie, actually, guys. He and also, uh, he also in a movie called Dirk Diggler's OnlyFans. Okay, this nigga. Um, <laughs> here, oh, here's another movie. Here's my wife's BBC. Okay. <laughs> what happened to this podcast? The Dallas Mavericks seem to be a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, they're having a rough go at it now. Luka Doncic <laughs> was disheveled at the presser the other night after losing to the shorthanded Charlotte Hornets, who they once again lost to today. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks, since trading for Kyrie, my boy skateboard Ree Irving, um, <laughs> have dropped from the fifth or sixth seed to out of the playing game. Is there a problem in Big D? Ain't no D and Big D. That's the problem right there. <laughs> are they officially out of it? They are, they're not officially it, out, but if currently. it ended today, they wouldn't even be in the playing game. They wouldn't be in the playing, play yeah. There were reports that uh, players are a little bit out of it. Christian Wood doesn't seem to be enthused or invested. Kyrie and Luka don't seem to be inspiring their teammates. And Jason Kidd seems to maybe not have a grip on the locker room. Is this a real evolution of uh, Hebrews to Negroes? In Dallas, <laughs> they were the chosen ones, <laughs> and now they just some Negroes. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is a joke about Mark Cuban and Kyrie. I'm no, that was a pun that was intended for Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think is the problem? Shout out to our homie Bailey the Great, who loves Luca. This is Ryder Dice is one of his favorite players. He said. You know, you get Luke another guy in there, and he's gonna be tight. Shout out, hey Bailey, I ain't trying to misquote you, but you say give him another guy in there, and it's game on. Right now, it looks like it's two games going on at the same time, and only one ball, and both them niggas ain't working together. So, what's going on in Dallas? Is it Jason Kidd not knowing how to read good? <laughs> is it Luca being too selfish, or is the skateboard Reed not being a real leader and helping show that championship leadership, like he did in Boston or in uh, Brooklyn? Or in, uh, where else did he play? <laughs> I'll start by saying, truth be told, Mavs up until Kyrie, they were doing well, but it was like touch and go. It, they weren't like the best team in the West. It's so hard to pinpoint if Kyrie is the problem, if my boy Skateboard Reed, as Jerry likes to call him, if he's the problem. Um, but I will say this, if they don't get it together, Kyrie will be the worst investment that the Mavs have made since Harrison Barnes. So they need to get their shit together. They have lost four in a row, back-to-back games against Charlotte, who has, without LaMelo Ball, without Kelly Oubre. But the shorthanded uh, Charlotte Hornets beat them back-to-back games. They have won three out of the last ten games. So they're they're on a pretty deep Oh, my God, they lost again today to Charlotte. (laughs) Yes, they lost again today. They just played them two days ago. They had a chance to say, hey, Let's show these fools we're better than them, and they still end up losing. Honestly, I think that they lost their depth, the players that know how to play around Luka. And I don't think Luka, like this, shout out to my boy, uh, Bailey the Great. I just don't think Luka has that true um, leadership in him, that true alpha to lead right now. And and I don't think Kyrie does either. And so to have two guys that aren't true alphas in the leadership dynamic, that's hard to win with. That would be like having like two uh, Scottie Pippins trying to win a title. You needed a Jordan. And you need the Pippin, right? Mm. Pippin yeah, helped Jordan win. Jordan helped Pippin be Pippin. Pippin by I, himself wasn't two. If you had two Pippins on those Bulls, maybe you win a title. I wouldn't go as far as to call Luca Pippin. I just think that his game doesn't really work with a lot of people. People, right? Like Brunson was the perfect person to have in there, 
Because Brunson like, didn't need the ball all the time to to get his shots, to get his points, to stay hot, to stay involved. He didn't need it all the time. And then when Luca wasn't there, he can do his thing. That's the thing with Brunson. He didn't need Luca for him to get his. But yeah. he also can get his with Luca out there and with Luca dominating the ball for so long. When he does get it, he could do his thing. Mm. It's you know, everyone always keeps saying, Oh, if Luca get that second person. And I keep saying to myself, Well, what does the perfect ideal second person look like? Because the ball stays in his hand still a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got Kyrie and they're trying to do this thing where it's like, Oh, you got the ball, I got the ball, let's split it up. Right. <laughs> like, I'll take it this time, you take it that time. But then it's this ball dominant thing and it's Luca to me feels like a, a superstar, but I just don't think who's going to be his second fiddle. It just, I don't know what fits, right? Because your second fiddle has to fit. Pippen fits so well with, with Jordan. Pippen didn't fit well as second fiddle in other places, like Portland and places like that. But with Jordan, he he definitely was a perfect second fiddle. But, you know, Paul Gasol was a great second fiddle for Kobe. Shaq had Kobe as a second fiddle, and that worked. I don't know what's going to work for Luca. I just don't see because he he's so ball dominant. I don't see what's going to work. Yeah, I think Luca. It's hard to find the right running mate. Is Clay Thompson still the missing piece for about twelve to fifteen NBA teams? <laughs> I mean, that's what we always think, but I mean, I don't even know. I think he Clay Thompson's a perfect fit for Steph Curry. I don't know if Clay Thompson's a perfect fit for someone else. I think Clay Thompson's ability to play D, but also they don't play that great D anymore. Not anymore, but still, but well, maybe he's not the same player anymore. But still, he's better than well, a lot of people. So, I mean, come on, y'all. Don't As talk about a, no, no, I, I like him, but I just don't. He just don't have the D. He's he still playing better D than like thirty percent of the league right now. Then Luca, oh, that's because that's because thirty percent of the league ain't even playing D. So I give well, him that much. Clay Thompson <laughs> is Clay Thompson still the missing piece? Is he still at the level where he's the missing piece for for some of these teams? Like if Luca had a guy who can catch and shoot at the rate that Clay. No, because he still does. wouldn't get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but he was doing that to Dorian Finney Smith and Dinwiddie and 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 Reggie Bullock. Those guys could be hot game to game, but they can't hit consistently enough to where they're catching and shooting at the end of clocks. That's what they got to do. They got to catch and shoot at the end of clock, or they basically got two or three dribbles to make their move because it's near the end of the clock and they got to either get rid of it or, or get it somebody else. And I think that is, you know, Luca's Luca's game is let him do what he wants to do. I just don't think he's he gets the assists, he does all these things, but it's it's almost like it's a little bit James Harden-ish without the ability to keep his teammates involved and, and flowing as well. And maybe James Harden had better role players in, in Houston, but he's not he doesn't have that ability to yeah, to elevate those guys around him. I feel like James Harden elevated those Rockets teams with him just doing all the shit. Like, yeah, he was stat he was stat stuff and he was he was, he was a lot. stat stuff and but, but he got but he got he got those so a lot of those guys who are just Three and D guys or whatever you want to call them, and they they made a run. They were they were literally a little bit away from beating the Warriors. Come on, man! I hate when people Chris say Chris Paul that. injury. I get in arguments with people yeah, so no. much over that. When I used to argue that the Warriors didn't go through a lot of people, Houston, and I was like, shut the fuck up, man. James, look at James Harden playoff numbers. They're like some of the worst numbers ever. He chokes in the playoffs. He did that when he was with Oklahoma. He choked in the playoffs. He was not a big game playoff player. And he still is it. That's true. He did it every year for like five years straight. Yeah, he yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. He did he did it for that first year Brooklyn made it in. Well, currently both the teams that made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, the Warriors and Dallas. Um, one seems to be trending in the right direction. The Warriors broke their uh, road losing streak, so they're they're they seem to be riding the ship. And Dallas seems to go the other way though, as they've lost uh, seven of ten and are out of the playing game. So I don't know if I call that trending the right way. I mean, they beat who they beat San Antonio. Houston, oh, they beat the Rockets. They, they they beat the Rockets. Houston they beat the uh they beat Philly the other day or last but night. That was at home, and that was an undermanned Philly. It was Joe, James Harden didn't even play. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, he was that's scared. True, that's true. That's true. But then they lost to Minnesota today. So I don't know if they're totally on par, Jared. I don't mm-hmm. think nobody in the West is on par for anything. Is this the first time in a while you remember there not being like a real like front runner in the West? I guess last year was kind of the same. Last year was the same. Once again, the West. Does not have a front runner. The East has its two front runners. You got Milwaukee and you got Boston. Um, but in the West, it's still wide open. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to get sticky, man. There's only a couple teams pulled out. What you got, like Phoenix Suns riding third or fourth? No, the Suns have been on a losing streak, which is prompting them to hopefully get KD back sooner. 
they've lost five of six and are in threat of being having to be on the road. They were they were entrenched in the top four. Now they're only a couple games ahead of the playing game team. So it's all very tight in the West. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. I still think Phoenix is gonna is gonna make a push. My other question is: Are midseason trades to make kind of like your little super team to get that superstar player on your team? Are those proven to be worse ideas than just to roll with the the talent that you've kind of developed and built throughout the season or the, over the course of a couple seasons? If you're looking at these teams that made these midseason midseason trades, you have Dallas traded for Kyrie, traded away a lot of depth. You got Phoenix traded away a lot of depth to get KD. Um, those teams are both struggling bad, even with all their stars playing. Kyrie and Luka were missing some games, so that's that's the reason. And then KD's out. Now you see how flawed Phoenix is. No depth, no D. No depth, yeah, no, no depth, no D. No depth, no D seems to be the they issue got, that you got rid of. They got rid of their depth and two of their best defenders. Could this be a proven year that these building these midseason super teams is not a good idea, and it's probably better just to roll with the homegrown talent? I don't know, man. They needed something, right? Well, if you look at the teams that are that have been steady and are still doing well, you got Denver, you got Memphis, you got Sacramento. Those are teams that, that yeah, but, didn't make big blockbuster trades and have kind of built their team throughout this season, last couple seasons. Yeah, but they were also teams that were able to build because they they were able to build through the draft the last couple of years, hit on a couple of people. I mean, Sacramento, we know they haven't been in playoffs for so many years. They're a try hard, right? We always see every year there's a team that really outplays what they really are. No, and I think Sac is pretty good. I don't think they're good enough to have a logo and a saying, right? But they, you know, they're pretty good. You know, what is it? Beam up the lights, light the beam, beam the sign, turn the beams on. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, like light the shit. beam, I think. Light the beam. You know, whatever that stupid shit is, they, they won't be lighting shit. Come for, they'll lose first round of playoffs. One, two, three. I believe the Warriors are losing. I don't really care because if they stay in the spot they're in, they get Sacramento in the first round, right? I'll be honest, I think that's who everybody wants. Yeah. Because if you're four or five, then you got to battle Phoenix with maybe a healthy Durant, right? Which mm. isn't impossible, right? Everyone's like, oh, Phoenix is no, nah, no, nah. isn't impossible. You can win it. But Sacramento's a first-time playoff team. All those fools are first-time playoff players. They'll go out in the first round. I like what Sac's doing, though. I think they have an interesting situation. Warriors and last... four. Warriors and four. In other news, baseball season's right around the corner, y'all. Are y'all excited for the start of the MLB season? Spring training. I'm, t- I'm trying to get excited. You're trying to get excited. All right, well... Shout out to the Oakland A sponsorship. You guys are building a great triple A team for this season to entertain all your fans. <laughs> and uh, a revelation came out this week on the Howard Stern show when Reggie Jackson went on and discussed his attempt to purchase the A's in the early 2000s. Here's what he had to say. Reggie Jackson wanted to be an owner of a baseball team. And here's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. So he put together a what they call a consortium of people to buy a team. One of those was um, Bill, Bill Gates, Gates was part of your yeah. team. You had Bill Gates. Yeah. You could pay whatever. You were willing to pay 25, what, million more than yeah. anyone else? In, in writing, I sent a letter to uh, Ken Hoffman, who owned the A's, um, that I'm willing to pay 25 million more than any bid that you get. A bud said to me, he said, Reggie, stay with me. I'll uh, guide you through. I'll get this done for you. Uh, don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden it came out that the A's were sold to a guy by the name of Lou Wolf, Bud Seelig's college buddy. Oy. Bud Seelig is such an ass. You must have been destroyed. It broke my heart. I was I went into depression for about six months. Um, and I absolutely believe that Bud was the guy involved that denied me from getting the team. I had a... A 100-page lawsuit drawn up. I never filed it. Why um, not? I got scared away by some people in baseball. They said, Reggie, the first thing you'll have to do is resign from baseball, from the Yankees. You know, and you probably won't get hired again. And you probably won't this and probably won't that. And so I got scared away. What do you guys think about Reggie Jackson's revelations on the Howard Stern Show? And do you think that the MLB... Still has a good old boy issue. Shady potatoes, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, not surprised, but see, like, piece of shit. Yeah, it sounds like some shit, bro. See what this old ass would do. Rest in peace. Is that nigga dead? 
No, I don't think he did, but it's Bud Selig dead. <laughs> but she was. Oh no, he's 88. He's still that oh, motherfucker yeah, is still yeah. alive. Yeah, Jackson, I slapped, I slapped the shadow of him every time I saw him at any event. Just slapped that nigga. Oh, sorry, baby. Did it then get sold to Billy Bean? No, nah, Billy Bean became a part of, partial owner, but Lou Wolf and his consortium or whoever his people were, they were like, oh, we're going to spend and revitalize the A's. And they started spending a little bit to begin with to get people on their side, and then they stopped spending. And then they said, we're looking to move. <laughs> That's what you do. That's Yeah, he's that's some bullshit, dude. What does Wolf own? He was just the front man. He is a real estate developer. Board of Sunstone Investors. Co-owner of the MLS uh, team, San Jose Earthquakes. Wolf sold a share of the athletics to John Fisher in 2016. They brought him in basically because they thought he's a real estate developer. He could probably get them a stadium built. And when Oakland wasn't playing ball, they started de-investing uh, heavily, quickly. And and, and uh, a new report came out that the A's were the most profitable team this past season, yet with like the lowest, uh, <laughs> the lowest amount of money uh, paid to their uh, players. So, you know... Um, <laughs> It is what it is. I actually boycotted the A's last season. I like literally, I went on a boycott. I did not go to a game for the first time in well over 20 years where I did not ever go to an A's game. I don't think, it might have been the first time in my lifetime that I've not been to an A's game in a given season. Because I remember as a kid, we would always go to a few games. There might have been like a summer, like in high school where I didn't go to a game, but um, like middle school, high school. But otherwise, like, yeah, since since basically high school, like middle of high school, I was going to games Every summer. And uh, I had to boycott because of these things. And and this only further um, enhances or just further uh, substantiates my, my need to have boycotted last year. Damn, see, these niggas is too woke, man. They're out here boycotting. <laughs> boycott. I told you, man, this, this dude, Jeremiah, carried in hand his wokeness, man. Very too woke, man. This left coast wokeness, man. He got left coast wokeness. Mm-hmm. He gonna have a tattoo <laughs> on his neck that said woke. Real woke. Left coast wokeness. And Dara's going to have one on his saying, Jesus was clapping cheeks of men's. <laughs> Left coast wokeness. Dude. I mean. We're not getting back into that. Nope, we're not getting back I'm into about that. To say, you don't, you don't even want my hot take. King of misunderstanding. Well, it's unfortunate because if Bill Gates was the owner of the A's or had investment in the A's, I feel like the the, the money might have been, they might have been a cheapskate, but I also feel like they would have spent money. And um, <laughs> they might have been updated, upgraded, you know what I'm saying, versus the Gap owners who are art collectors, basically, and Blue Wolf and their grift trying to just basically get money to get a new stadium built for them so they could start becoming more profitable on their own without putting anything into the goddamn shit. So, fuck I them. Most, most niggas named Reggie are cheapskates, so I wouldn't have trusted them. It is hard to trust a nigga named Reggie, so I do agree why. But Bud Selig is a dirty piece of shit, you motherfucker. You yeah. know what? Rob Manfred is is terrible, and yes. so are no both baseball. You know what? Rob. Baseball. This is how I know they still got good old boy situation. They have the worst people as commissioners, and the fact they got these scumbag ass pieces of shit little dwarf bastard bitches, or the big he look like mm. goddamn Gollum looking motherfucker Bud Selig. Mm. These motherfuckers got to go. You know what? I, Roger Goodell looks like a saint relative. Adam Silver and his inability to tell you not to sleep with his daughter in the bedroom next to the, him and his wife's is better than what Bud Selig and Rob Manfred is. Baseball, y'all got a problem. It's your commissioners. Y'all need to fix that shit. Some good old boy bullshit. All right. Revolution. Take care. Man, I don't know why you go. Stop giving Adam Silver all that credit. He the type of person that he wouldn't suspend an NBA player if they raped his daughter. Tell me. He didn't just say that. Anyway, uh, going going back to uh, what? Yeah, Bud Selig. See, Bud Selig was psychological in a snake. He was a business snake. Robert Manford just don't know what the fuck he doing. But but Selig was worse. He was a snake. He wasn't supposed to be commissioner. He was the owner of a team who led the coup to get the commissioner fired, right? And then he was named interim, and he never gave up his interim tag. In fact, when it was time to choose, you know who was going to become commissioner was George W. Bush. George oh, W. Bush shit. was in the running to become commissioner. He loves baseball. He Fuck loves- Bud Selig. You know what? If we had got George W. Bush then he him as commissioner, he wouldn't have been no goddamn pre- nope. You know, You know what? Hey, he Aaron, you get your time machine built. 
you go back in time. <laughs> I might need you to to take out a certain dude named Selig Bud. <laughs> I'll do that, but that's after I go back in time just to call Martin Luther King a nigger and then run away. Lord Jesus, what's going on in here tonight? Why don't you go back? I'm gonna do that the day before he died. Maybe he'll chase me. That's how, that's my way of keeping him alive and dying. <laughs> King in 1962 in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm walking down the street, out of my own just walking off, feeling good. I walk around the corner, man woke up, hit me in my chest, right? I fall on the ground, right? And I look up at Dr. Martin Luther King. I say, Dr. King. He said, oops, I thought you were somebody else. And I only, and it's all selfish. It's only because I want him to see how black people turn down now. <laughs> see what kind of dream he have now. Is this it? This is what I got all those ass whoopings for? I had a dream once. I, I personally think you should save your energy to go back in time to save Pedro from his marriage. <laughs> I'm going to have to fast forward that time to save Pedro for a future ass whooping. Yeah, put put Pedro yeah. through a hypnosis at, at age 13 to not be an old nigga. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work, man. Do you know yeah. Steph Curry makes more this year than the whole A's payroll? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, stop, I'm not lying. Dude, they had a thing. They were trying to do social media. Like, they hired some young person and paying them like $25,000 a year to be like their PR person, right? Uh -huh. They're like, your favorite Disney song. And they're like, oh, Encanto, Don Bruno, or this, all these people. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Circle of Life or whatever. And they're all naming these Disney movies, right? Let me just say, I didn't recognize not one of these motherfuckers <laughs> or being interviewed. And they had the nerve to not put their motherfucking names on their motherfucking... I don't know who these players are. If you gonna put a motherfucker and ask them some intimate bullshit-ass question about their favorite Disney bullshit, put their motherfucking name on there so I can know who the fuck they are. Who are you? They got Latin dudes. I don't know who he is. They got white dudes. I don't know who he is. They had one nigga. I should know who he is, but I don't know who he is. Why? Because they keep bringing up a new AAA squad every fucking other year. Dude, the A's been on the Apple turnover shit for like 18 years, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> they've been on the Apple turnover shit, but at least they've been doing it where they can have a, a, they at least have a squad that they say, you know what? We got our squad. We're going to end up trading it off, but we're building and we're going to have the same guys coming in that are going to be here for three or four years. No, no. They're doing shit where now it's like, man, this on to the next. The last couple of years, there's been turnover. They trade away all their best players. But then the turnover has just been like, bruh, they're not, number one, they're not good enough to even, like, pay attention to. Like, why do I, why should I get to know this dude? He's not even good enough. Like, Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Chaminaya. Hold on, hold okay? on. Matt Chapman's all right. No, no, no. I'm saying those guys no were talented enough where oh, you're like, sorry. I want to know and watch this guy. They, they had guys that had some talent where you're like, let's see if this talent could take us somewhere or be good enough to compete no. somewhere. They got guys... That I've never, they got a they got a guy that I, it, like I said last year, I could have showed up and they could have put me on the line for one day. They signed me to a one day contract and they could put me out there and people would have been like, oh, I wonder what this guy's got. They wouldn't be like, oh, that's a nigga that worked at Blue Camp or oh, that's a nigga that's, that's a PE teacher and he's already in his late 30s. I don't know why the fuck they call him up. No, they'd be like, hey man, I want to see what this guy got. Shit, we, the, everyone else they bring up here, we don't know who the fuck they are either. But lo and behold, some four decades later, what have I found? But a bunch of trifling, shiftless, good for nothing niggas. <laughs> You're gonna do some social media, give me their motherfucking names so I can at least try and commit it to memory and learn who the fuck this AAA player is that's playing at a major league level for the team that's supposed to represent my city. And I know some of you don't wanna hear me say that word. It's the ugliest word in the English language. But that's what I see now, niggas. Yeah, Jason, Jason Neely gonna come and tell you to shut the fuck up, so. <laughs> Yeah, he probably needs yeah. to. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. You know, the Oakland A's, they can pay the players with probably almost, they're probably the only team that could do this. I could probably play their entire, almost, they're close. They're a little, they're coming up a little short, but that could pay their entire player payroll using nothing but gate receipts. <laughs> You know, no other team can, no other sport can do that, right? And, and the A's, the A's made thirty million in gate receipts last year. So you figure if they make the same thing this year, and what receipts? Gate receipts from so ticket, ticket sales. sales. So ticket sales can't pay players anymore in other sports, right? Even the Warriors, like ticket sales, can't even pay Andrew Wiggins' salary, right, for the whole year. Yet the A's payroll is so small; they're only ten million away, twelve million away from paying the whole. Payroll with just gate sales.
And trust me, they had plenty of games where they had less than like two thousand people at that goddamn stadium. <laughs> so like, not even like not ten thousand, not five thousand, less than two thousand people. Over two hundred million in revenue last year. Because of revenue sharing, they got they got a bunch of it from revenue. It wasn't they made money off. They, it's because the revenue sharing the contracts, not because they did anything special. They made sixty million last year, right? Mm -hmm. Despite losing one hundred and two games. Hey, <laughs> million is not a lot of big revenue for an MLB team, bro. There is, there isn't, but because of their revenue sharing, how much more money did they? How much did I say they made? Two hundred. So they got one hundred and fifty in revenue sharing, right? <laughs> they got over one hundred. Thank you million. to the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Red Sox <laughs> and the Giants <laughs> and the Giants and the, and the Padres now. Well, no, the and Dodgers no. this year put Dodgers went under. They don't want to pay revenue sharing this year. They went under. That's, that's kind of fucked up because they they get 150 from other teams that they're supposed to spend on players. They don't spend any of and it. They don't man. spend any of it. They don't that even spend money it on the is... PR person to put their fucking name on the screen so I can know who they are. Usher, Michael Jackson is not a genre of music. That's why Steinbrenner hated revenue sharing because he said, I pay all this money and teams aren't turning around using it. They're supposed to use it. Fun fact, did you know? Whoa. This is the craziest fun fact ever. What is it? He's the owner of Lois Pie Queen. Who is uh, Reggie Jackson? Reggie Jackson. See, all his restaurants serve Kool-Aid. Okay, that might be right. Shout out to Reggie Jackson sponsorship. Come on our show. Hey, you think since he owns Lois Pie Queen, he can help put a goddamn credit card machine in that place? <laughs> oh my God damn, man. Like, man, we, we just went through the pandemic. You still only taking cash? Shit, Lois. Like, I almost wanted to go out and buy them a goddamn thing to plug into their phone so they can just slide cards or something. At least move up to that. That's Air sign up for Square so he can send them his, like, just exactly. use his chip reader. It's exactly. going to be a fucking phone. Plug in your phone. You can have it for free. Just shit, man. You make a motherfucking <laughs> download this app. You know how many use this card reader. How many motherfuckers did like me walk in there and have to walk out and find an ATM? Like he, what the fuck? There's not a lot of ATMs around here. He's no. go to a liquor store. No. <laughs> Two blocks you gotta, over. You, you go to that. You got to go to Ace of Liquors on, on Sacramento, <laughs> where they. And that's the kind of place that they they try to take your you know your receipt and try to get your card number off the receipt. I've seen what's around the corner. I've seen what's over the horizon, and I promise you, you niggas have nothing to celebrate. I know I won't get there with you. I'm going to Canada. Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs is the on the show where you get a chance to rank, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs. It's time. It's time. It's time. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I had one that was really good and pertained more to the show, and I can't remember it, man. I mean, I can't remember it. It was someone I was going to shout out. I mean, I have some other ones written down, but I wanted to save them. I don't feel, I don't feel like today's the time for them, right? And so I had another one. Damn it, I should have wrote it down. Can you come back to me? Let me just really think hard. Okay, all right. Adarius, do you have a Cutty Corner shout-out? Yeah, folks, uh, my Cutty Corner shout-out this week goes to my Apple iPhone. I think I got the 13. Uh, listen, listen. You guys create all these dumbass apps. You got apps to order food. We got apps to do all this shit. Apple, I need you to understand that just because I am at one place, doesn't mean that I am not going another place. All right. Today, I had a little bit of issue with my food and my coffee, which I ordered while I was on the train, and the GPS put my order to the nearest location of where I was ordering and not to where I wanted to order. Now, this could be a little bit of a user error, but listen, fuck that. I had smoked a lot of weed today. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't rely on a stoner to order to the right location. You should do it based on where they want to order 
or their previous order history. Listen, I ain't never ordered in no other place. I ain't never ordered in Tigard, which is another small city. I never ordered any other place except for Beaverton. That's where I'm staying. That's where I currently live. So the fact that my orders got placed where I was on the train currently, I had to then backtrack and get back on the train to go pick my food up at two different <laughs> stops. Because they weren't willing to help me get my food. They said it's at the other location. I said, I don't drive and it's raining. They said, well, too bad. So I had to get on two stops just to backtrack and pick up my food about 15 minutes away from my house and then come back on the train and get over here. That was with my coffee. The restaurant was happy enough to redo my order. That was nice of them. So they made the one, made me some food across from my house and made that really easy. But the coffee and the other shit I had to go pick up, it was inconvenient. So Apple, go fuck yourself for having your GPS jump into the middle of my business. You shouldn't be in my business. I'm trying to order near my house, not where you want me to order. This ain't Uber, bitch. That's what I got. Cut the corner shot. I know it's Apple. You sure it wasn't Starbucks' fault? It's everybody's fault, but my fault. Yeah. I, I, and actually, breaking news, we actually have some surveillance video with Doris confronting the people about his order being wrong and oh, this, how they responded oh, to him. And they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. That's how they responded to me. <laughs> Corporate wanted us to tell you because <laughs> they said so. Aaron, do you have a cutting corner shout out? Or are you still thinking? I mean, I, I, I'll just give out one right here. Um, my cutting corner shout out goes out to CBS and the college basketball tournament coverage. It's been good. It's been great games. The games have been great. It's been great to watch this. Basketball, like I said, in its truest form, where it has been, rules have been changed to bring up entertainment. But my cutting corner shot goes out to the coverage of the show. I understand you want to bring out the big dogs. You're paying them a lot. So part of the contract is you have Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley covering and calling the halftime and, and pregame show. But these motherfuckers don't know shit that what they talk about in college basketball. And you could tell when they really don't know anything because they start making shit up. Right. They start trying to talk about themselves. And when they were in that, well, you know, when I was in college and then they just got to the point where we just started hearing lying. Right. Charles Barkley told a story about how he was in college and after a road game, they would shower in their jersey. So that way it will be clean, folded up and squeeze it out and put it on. And that way it will be clean for when they travel to their next and play their next game. Kenny was like, come on, dude, you lying. You know, you did, you did not shower in your jersey if you're on a road trip. Because, you know, for college, you either play two home games that week or you go on the road for two road games that week. And he's like, yeah, that's what we used to have to do. We would shower in it. And I'm like, this motherfucker ain't making no sense, dude. Just lies. And he mispronounced words. It's still, He's still fun, Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith. But, I mean, these motherfuckers don't know a single player. They make Clark Kellogg seem like Neil Tyson Degrassi about fucking space. Like, that's how bad they are. They don't know players' names. Oh, that that dude was good. They don't even know the number. At least, you know, back when uh, announcer don't know the number, 32 had a game today, 32. These fools don't know shit. Numbers, they, they call one guy the small guy. That small guy for K-State, man, he was balling. He was balling, which he was balling. The dude had like 20 points and 19 assists and five steals. He was balling. Man. I said, they can't stop that kid, that child. I'm like, oh, my God. Get these niggas off this air. They are not college basketball broadcast. That's like when they be having the fools do for do basketball, do preseason football or baseball, do do preseason. Like, man, we got all these preseason games we got to do. We ain't got people to do it, man. Bring on, bring on the dude that do baseball. Next thing you know, I mean, you might as well bring Paul Pierce back if you're going to do that. My Cuddy Corner shout out goes out to Tyrese. Late man. Yo. <laughs> this is a more lighthearted one, but this is also very, very sad to me. Um <laughs> Tyrese came out this week and went on live. And um That's this never is good. what happened. Never good. This is never a good thing, folks. I don't even know what happened. It's never good. Oh, Jesus, not this. Oh, the caption. God damn it. Question. 
how did we meet? Mm -hmm. I slid in the DMs. Yeah. We linked up. He wasn't my type at all. We my type was actually Paul Walker recipes. <laughs> but I... <laughs> He needs to stop going online. This one, this one his really personality, bad. his personality. This was, just went really bad, really fast. His personality was okay, but he I'm getting off live. He didn't understand the Instagram model <laughs> um, thing, so he would always talk down. So he Instagram wanted the homie. Models. He didn't want me. She wanted the dead homie. She didn't want a live <laughs> homie. That's the bad part. She, yeah, <laughs> you. God damn! <laughs> stop going online, Tyrese. I will change my cutting corner. My cutting corner shout out. I'll do it on the to air. Stop being an ignorant ass motherfucker. You older than a millennial. I can swear you're at the end of Generation X, but you're acting like a millennial that needs to go on live and everything. Stop doing it, Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson. Stop doing it. Look, she was a fine ass chick you got right there. Tyrese is. Yeah, Tyrese, this motherfucker is two years younger than me. Why does he? There's no one. He gotta put everything online. I'm at thirteen thousand dollars a month. What more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted the dead homie, the one that got killed by a drone. I'm just saying, man. Tyrese, somebody needs to take Tyrese's social media platforms. He's trying to do the Snoop Dogg thing and post funny stuff, but. You need to just stay off social media, man. You you at the point where you just taking L's on too much of a regular basis, and you putting your shit out there in a way that you too old to act like that, nigga. Like yeah. you all your shit out there. Like, did you grow up in the church? Did you grow up in a family that was all just like, look at me, and we want to tell y'all everything about us and what's going on in life? And you try to do it as a he tried to do it as a flex. That was the funny part. He tried to do it as a flex to be like, you know, I slid in DM. She was an Instagram model, nigga. She was an Instagram model. What the fuck you think? What's going on? Who the fuck you think she was attracted? <laughs> Nigga, no. She ain't, she, you ain't gotta be her type. You famous, she's the IG model. She gonna roll with the punches. Tyrese, somebody get, somebody get Tyrese. Somebody get a, uh, what, what did they do to Britney Spears? <laughs> Put a conservatory on her ass. <laughs> we need to get a conservatory on Tyrese's, on Tyrese's cell phone and social media. We need to give him a flip phone. Can we just like hire a million like Russian bots to just like follow him and you know they're just programmed to pop on and like it intermittently or like watch his lives so he thinks he's being watched so we can save him? You know what I'm saying? Like, like hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> if come on, if black people really cared about each other and we was doing our thing the right way, what we needed to be doing it, we can get that done, y'all. We can get that done. But it starts with what Lil Boosie was talking about. So uh, we probably need to start our own economy, man. E economy, our, our own foods, our own Amazon, and everybody get together and make it make our own economy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We do that. That's why you say yeah. Yo, yeah. Why you saying yeah? That's what I'm trying to say. Why you saying yeah? Like he understood that's the deal. Whatever his name is from real world. He don't Yo, know what the fuck is going on. He's Yo, just like yeah, oh yeah. That nigga like you know what the yeah. <laughs> You know why he, he said, yeah, 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 In news this week, in news, this is going to be a sports heavy show, by the way, guys. I'm just going to let y'all know that. In news this week, no, I'm happy Chinooka because they said so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to make a message seem sincere because they said so. <laughs> I don't know what Chinooka is, but they said so. So I'm going to celebrate and tell you happy Chinooka. Is there another <laughs> phrase? Is it Chinooka? The raccoon suit you get in Super Mario Brothers, like three and beyond. Um, you can that, that they sell at Taco Bell with the fried tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hey Siri, what is Chinooka? 
Officially, Toluca de Lerdo is the state capital of the state of Mexico, as well as the seat of the municipality of Toluca. That was from Wikipedia. Do you want me Dang. to keep reading? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what if about... I don't know what Toluca is? Toluca, all right, how about this? Our clothing brand, right? Called Chain Gang. I can't hear Jared. Say... Can you hear Jared? I wish yeah. I didn't. I was He's saying, about, we got, our, we you, got our clothing brand, right? We spill out Chain Gang. Chain Gang. Aaron, that's you. Darius can yeah. hear me. Aaron, that's you, unfortunately. I got to listen to this nigga talking about the Chang and Clothing Company three times now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't uh, Chang Gang. <laughs> right? And shit. then we say, nah, it's not pronounced Chang Gang. It's called Chinooka. <laughs> Man, my food is almost really. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my food, nigga. I can't take it. This nigga's so much Chang Gang. Let me be right back. 